damn! Is this Raz? Yes. Saras. Raz? The first 52. Saras. Raz? Live Tuesday nights. Saras. Raz? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio. His point of view is different. It's the first 52. Angry White Guy Radio. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com.
too many buttons to push anymore. i got to really pay better attention to what I'm doing over here. Alright guys, welcome to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Confluence, through Salty Talk Radio, the Disruption Network, uh, where else are we? Uh, I don't know, uh, somewhere else I'm missing. Oh, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Ustream, we're all over the place. Yes, that is true, the first 52 is live. It is, what is tonight? Tonight is Tuesday, I know that much. It is the 19th. Tuesday the 19th. Wow. What a rough start. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of buttons to push, a lot of different things to do, so you're going to have to excuse me. I'm still getting in the flow with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, the video. You know, it's new technology. We're all, we're all wanting to use in this world that we run, and uh, we'll get it down eventually. Eventually I'll get it down. Of course, sitting over to my left is my beautiful wife, Lexi. How you doing, honey? Doing awesome. How are you? I am doing awesome myself it's been a long week we missed you guys last week uh you know the hurricane had moved through and it was just a stressful weekend and we needed kind of a moment or two to to get our heads together but we're back now right we're back unexhausted unexhausted it kind of sucks i'd like to get into into uh 9-11 and and of course our show would have been the 12th last week if we would have been on but hey you know what it's the way it goes down sometimes and all the way from Guatemala, Fort Toad, are you out there, brother? I am here. Look at that, sounding just as good. How's the new house? It's uh, empty, and it's out of the way, and there's not a lot of constant noises going on, although I am right off the street, so um, you'll hear the occasional tuk-tuk drive by. And it is definitely echoey, also. Yeah, like I said, there's nothing in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. No big deal. You know, we'll we'll get through it. We'll we'll work it out. We'll get you some soundproofing shipped down to Guatemala. You know? No, no, no. It's just, this room is far too big to soundproof, and I'm I'm not going to stay here. I mean, I'll be here for six months, but when I come home, you know, I'm, I'm going to be home for a year. So I'm not uh, I'm not doing I'm not putting any money into this place. Do you have a planned return date yet? I know you've been no. back and forth, so I'm looking at the very beginning of February. I know. So, I know my son keeps driving me nuts. My son's driving me nuts, Dave. When's Dave coming home? When's Dave coming home? I want to see Dave. When's Dave coming home? I mean, literally, this is what he says to me. Uh, yeah, beginning of February. It all depends on what I get for um, an apartment and what I got to do. Like these are things I'm going to try to hustle before I uh, I get there. And you know, I'm also going to try to get that job going as well, so I can make money, so oh, I can come back. The delivery job, right? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Shh, don't tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. I promise. It'll be our little secret. We'll keep it. We'll just keep between us and the. I don't know however many people are listening and watching to Six us nowadays. Oh, <laughs> well, you know we are on ten different formats. I can't even remember half of them now. 
Um, I, I when I was typing out the, the promotion for tonight, <laughs> you know, I remember the three or four. I know, I, it's ridiculous. It, it's it's great though. I'm very happy about that. Uh, tonight at seven o'clock, Martin Bishop, uh, Dave, you may remember remember him as Martin Truther. Uh, he'll be joining you and I. I think Lexi's got to take some care of some business in the seven o'clock hour, which I'm sure he's going to be upset about because he did. He was excited <laughs> to talk to Lexi. He must have remembered her the most from the, the last interview four years ago. I must have been drunk. I. I you don't even remember the interview. memory a little bit there. <laughs> well, you know, we're on our 203rd show or 202nd show now, so it's easy to forget some of them. Well, when we did shows on Saturdays, we, you know, weren't coming just off of work. and well, We were usually at the beach all day, exactly. Well, who's yeah. clear-headed? I don't know. I am currently. Well, was that you cracking or was that Dave cracking? Me. Uh, all right, good this deal. Is my first sip of anything. you got to get ready for it. Uh, Forto, let's get a quick update as, as people might know or may not know, you are in Guatemala. You just recently moved to a new place. It was an interesting story. You didn't get robbed. You didn't get killed. Good thing for that. I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, during the transition period. Uh, but wasn't there an earthquake or something this past week out uh, out your way? Uh, it was a week and a half ago. Uh, there was a 8.2, I think, off, uh, off of the coast of Mexico. So a pretty decent one. And I got... Yeah, you know, it was decent for, well, it was actually, you know, a lot of people died. It's actually, there was another earthquake today in, uh, by Mexico City. That one, I think, was in the sevens. Um, that one I didn't feel, um, but the one, look, there you go. Our first tuk-tuk. Oh. I'm at the top of a hill, so this is like winding the motor. Tuk-tuk. What um, the hell is a tuk-tuk? Google it. It's actually kind of cute. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just a little three-wheeled uh, you haven't seen one? moto taxi. No, I haven't seen a tuk-tuk yet. Um, but the, the, the earthquake I had that was in Mexico a week and a half ago, I felt I was awake for that. It was a Thursday night, I think, cause I just had come home from, uh, a little drunk from trivia night. And I remember I was over at the girlfriend's place, uh, which is, you know, at that time was next door to my place. And we were, you know, laying in bed and the whole fucking building started shaking. We still had the lights on, right? I, oh, okay. I was watching the ceiling fan shake back and forth. And it was going for a minute, minute and a half. Like the other two earthquakes that I've been in here, uh, they were over with within 15 seconds. But that one was a long one. And, and of course, this is your first experience with earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will I don't say. Know what I, like. I, I don't know what I like better because I had gone to the earthquake and then, you know, uh, Irma was on our way through, through town. And I was like, I don't know where I want to be more. <laughs> it, you know. Because that shit you see coming for weeks, you know, we're not, we're actually what the coverage was for, what, a week before um, it hit you guys. And, you know, just decimated those islands. Yeah. Um, the, the keys or the, the keys got wiped out. Lexi's uh, Shelly, one of the girls that works with Lexi or works for Lexi. Uh, she's got a lot of family there and uh, they lost pretty much everything. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Marco Island got hit pretty good. Uh, and moving up through, uh, you know, Salty, he got he lost some some impressive trees. Remember those two big trees? Yeah. I mean, they came down. Uh, so he, he saw some. I think a lot of that has to do with the, the softness, softness of the ground. Uh, we've gotten mm-hmm. so much rain recently that, uh, the ground is just soft and most of these trees are not breaking. Most are not breaking. They're mm-hmm. uprooting. They're just falling over. Right, right. exactly. Cause the ground is just saturated right now. Uh, so there's nothing yeah. holding them there. Uh, we we fared well, you know. It was there was some a few moments where it was kind of hairy, uh, kind of like oh. But I I was dealing with my mom, my dad, my grandma, my wife, my kid, uh, all in <laughs> one. Kind you've been in my parents' house. It's not the huge hugest house, um, right? So it made a 
it made a level of stress, you know, added to it there. Uh, but we got through it. No, no major damage. Some soffit damage at my parents' house. Some soffit da- soffit damage here at the apartment complex. Um, but that was luck. I mean, it was really that was supposed to come right at us, and it turned at the very last minute there uh, when it hit Florida and Marco <laughs> Island there, and it just went straight north. I knew we were okay. Uh, and it's kind of funny because right. we were watching all the coverage throughout the day. Um, and, and we'll get off the hurricane talk after this, but we watched the coverage throughout the day, and I'm, I, they kept referring to this Hurricane Donna that came through in the 60s. So they're like, oh, it's going to follow the same track. It's going to follow the same track. It's, it's good. It's showing us the same things. That was the last time that the harbors went empty. You know, I don't know if you saw the pictures mm-hmm. of all the harbors with no water in them. I know you said you've seen that before, but this was mm-hmm. this was large scale. I mean, this was, you know, every harbor along the entire West Coast was empty. You know, empty, empty. For there yeah, was no yeah. water to be seen, and uh, that that caused a lot of fear in everybody. And and when it uh, when it took that jot to the north, it just it was so relaxing. So every, they kept referring to this Donna in sixties in the in the sixties that had come through. So I went and looked at the track of Donna, and if you pull up the track of Hurricane Donna, it was nineteen sixty four or some bullshit like that. It went the same track, the ex- almost identical really? track. So when I saw it kind of pushing north, and then I had pulled up that that you know the track of Donna, I'm like, I think we're okay. And Lexi, that's exactly what I said. I showed it to my dad. I'm like, here, look, this is Donna. This is what Donna did. This is what they keep saying. This resembles. I think we'll be okay. And we were. We turned out being okay. Do you know that the last four hurricanes that have that have gone through the state of Florida have all gone through Polk County? Oh well. You know, it's funny you even, bring that even up. God hates Grady Judd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm staring at my screen right now. Florida Sheriff Grady Judd sued after threatening to scour <laughs> hurricane shelters for criminals. Dave, you were, you're not even in the room with me, and you're right on point, my friend. Uh, that was one of the first things I wanted to touch on, which um, hasn't really... Most people don't realize that this is what happened. And, and most people go, well, good. Let's get those criminals. Those criminals need to be arrested. They should don't let sexual offenders into shelters. All right. You know what? There's there's grounds for that. I can understand that to a degree. I, I won't argue that, you know, we don't need sexual offenders in there. But they're also human beings. Whether we like them or not, whether they're criminals or not, they're still human beings. They deserve uh, the right to survive some sexual offender, uh, sexual predators are you know 22 year old guys that were dating 17 year old girls you know or mm-hmm. got tied up in the wrong situation like that so or if in new york some 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 people that are marked uh, sexual offenders or, or, or guys that have taken a leak in central park right exactly they exposed themselves indirectly so mm-hmm. to, to say if you're this don't come here well you know that's not really Great. And he even said, I won't let you in here. Well, you know what? If you know they're a sexual offender, why can't you have a section and have a cop standing in that section to keep them there? You know, if that's, right. if that's what you're concerned about. But then the warrant thing, that made me the most angry. And the reason that made me the most, most angry is because I've had warrants out for me before. Not because of my own stupidity, because of mistakes made by the state. Because they mm-hmm. weren't communicating with the Department of Transportation or they weren't communicating with my child support. And I've had warrants issued for me for those reasons. Now, what if I found out on Friday that I had a warrant because the letter just came in? Now I'm going to take my family and go, you know what? We can't go to the shelter because I don't want Mikey to watch me get arrested because I have this warrant mm-hmm. and they're not going to let us in. So I, I, I think he should be 
um, suit. I think he was grandstanding. I think, and John Riley said, it. "No, yeah, well, that's what he Ricky is." Judd grandstanding? It's ridiculous. There, there, there's there's not a news camera that motherfucker doesn't like. Yeah, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, one of our local sheriffs here, uh, uh, Polk County Sheriff, uh, he is very good on, on, on sex offenders. He's very good on, on getting people who are going after children for, for sexual reasons. That's the only thing I appreciate him for, really. The only thing I appreciate him for. Yeah, there's that, but there's also when he runs out of sexual offenders, he's really arrested people on the grounds of sexual uh, uh, deviancy for f- that the people that, that didn't do anything. It got it got a little weird. I read an article. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a couple of years ago. How how you know now that now they've pretty much swept and did the same things over and over again. Now they can't get anybody. So what they do is they kind of make shit up. Yeah, well that's 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 historical. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. you and I have read many of of stories. Uh, we've seen whistleblower police officers come out and say, hey, you know, we. Uh, we we carry a, a a bag of cocaine or or a bag with a little bit of cocaine residence or residue in it in our socks so that we can kind of throw it down. We carry throw down weapons. These are this. I'm not making this up. This is fact. This is stuff that's come out. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, right now in St. Louis. Was it St. Louis? The the one officer that uh, shot and killed. Uh, I'm trying to find the story real fast. This is another story I have pulled up for tonight. Where is it? Hello. Uh, Scanning through the the story. (laughs) Anyway, um, he shot and killed uh, St. Louis after ex-cop acquitted. Uh, Protesters near St. Louis turned violent for the second night Saturday in reaction to the acquittal of a white former police officer in the fatal shooting of a black man as a small group of demonstrators refused to disperse, breaking windows at dozens of businesses and throwing objects at police. So this was all about, uh, let me scan through, uh, Anthony Lamar Smith. He was pulled over. Um, he, he's been arrested prior for drug offenses and different things like that. He kind of ran, did a short police chase. He eventually stopped the vehicle. He pulled over, and the cop that shot him, this guy that was acquitted, uh, said he was fumbling around in the car like he was looking for something, then showed the signs that he had found it, so he shot him dead. Didn't see a weapon. And uh, then the, a weapon was found in between the, the center console and the, and the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. So this is what people are all up protesting about right now up in, in St. Louis. We don't know the truth. You know, it's very easy for them to have slipped a weapon in there. That Again, it's been proven they do that. Yeah. You know, time and time again, they're, they're, they're fucking up. And, and uh, you know, like, again, dude, yesterday when I was riding a motorcycle around the lake... <clears throat> I went up a one-way street the wrong way on my motorcycle, right in front of the cops. I stopped, pulled out my phone, looked at the, looked at the uh, GPS, turned around and went the other way. And I, pa- I had passed another cop, and he waved me through the intersection. If I had done that in you know Florida by accident, I would have had a ticket at least, or you know pull over or whatever. You know, it's 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 amazing. Living here has shown me how much more the government in, in the United States is fucked up. Worse, it's just, I just like I well, can't. It's still yours. You're still a citizen. The, yeah, I'm still a citizen. If I make money here, if I make over a hundred thousand dollars a year here, I have to pay taxes there. Can you imagine that? If you make a hundred, wait, wait, say that again. If, let's just say, if I make over a hundred thousand dollars a year here in 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 um Guatemala, all my money, you know, I, I I create a business, and not only do I have to pay tax here, but I have to pay income tax. 
in uh, America as, as well. Even though I didn't even, I'm not even in the country, and I, it has nothing to do with it. If you don't think you're a fucking slave, uh, you <laughs> you gotta look up the. It's one of two or three countries on the planet that tax their uh, their cattle uh, when they're outside the uh, their country. Yeah, that's that's a really sad thing, isn't it? How how we. Uh... Fortunately, it doesn't take too much to figure out how to how to get over that. Yeah, move out. I got you. I'm I'm with you 100. percent I I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're throwing down for, Toad. Trust me, I got you. No, 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 no. You, you do what you, what you got to wait till Mikey's 16 years old and you're done with the boat. Talk to my Come wife. Down here. See if she wants to move out of the country. I'm actually looking. Yes. I, while while I was waiting for you to <laughs> fire up the. Uh, the show I was I'm looking at another another place now I'm looking at Grenada Nicaragua 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 Well see we have uh Mikey's two friends that he hung out with they were from Nicaragua No they were Ecuador I thought No Another Nicaragua Nic- Nicaragua Nicaragua yeah. Nicaragua <laughs> No See I can't Maybe that's not for Sean Yeah I'm Spanish and I can't speak Spanish <laughs> and that's or I'm Mexican so I mean yeah same difference. Let's, that's dude. I didn't speak Spanish. You know, I was grassy. You're picking up, up until aren't I came you? Down here. Hmm? You're starting to pick it up a little bit, though, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is now I can now I can kind of understand certain conversations. Um, like I'm listening to Eva. Eva knows Spanish somewhat well, and I listen to her talk to some other people. Like, and, and I can get the conversation. You know, just by picking out certain words. Right. And uh, it's. Uh, I can't wait to learn. Like when I even when I come back, I'm still gonna you know I'm gonna go take lessons and shit. You know, Dave, we always said that they that that there were shape shift shifting crazy people running our country, right? Did you see the story out of Sky News talking about shape shifting bacteria was spotted on the International Space Station? <laughs> no, De- I did not. I'm dead serious. This this is like a real thing. Um, it says here, bacteria cells treated with a common antibiotic have been spotted changing shape to survive while aboard the International Space Station. Uh, the way the bacteria acted in near-zero gravity environments could pose a serious problem for treating astronauts with infections. The clever shape-shifting was detected in bacteria being examined on the near weightlessness of space and is believed to help the bacteria survive. So we could really, you know, everybody says we have shape-shifting aliens that are running our government and our country and our world, you know, maybe these are their their friends coming to join us, join them. Everyone's not saying that they're shapeshifters running around. Well, that's, that's, that's that's what you said. Everyone's saying. Well, you know how I misspeak sometimes. I don't use words well. <laughs> Come on, four toad. Has it been English that long? Just even your first language. You can't even do English right. Um, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> don't giggle over there, sweetheart. Sorry. You live with me. You know I don't do English right. <laughs> that's correct. English yes. well. Not well. <laughs> well. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't English good. <laughs> I don't anything good. Anyway. So what else is new? I, th- I don't know. I thought shape-shifting bacteria was kind of cool. You Obviously, nobody else does. I'm shaving I'm no. saving the climate change <laughs> stuff until later. Um, oh, let's do this one here. Let me see. I'm going to do an experiment here because we are doing uh, Twitch, Ustream, YouTube, uh, and Periscope now. So I'm going to transfer this one here. Let me copy, and we're going to put it over here. Oh, I don't even have that open yet. Uh, I want to get into the... Did you see the story about the Federal Reserve that I posted today from the Hill? I saw the headline. I didn't uh, I didn't see the... Uh, I didn't read the article. You didn't read the article. It was pretty impressive. 
And the reason I say that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that yet. I got to get a little bit quicker moving on the the loading of things to the UStream and and the the OBS and blah blah blah. Anyway, let's just get an idea of, of where we're coming from here and what we're gonna be talking about. As soon as I get this going here, give me a moment. It's hard. I'm doing multiple things. Federal Reserve policymakers started their two-day meeting Tuesday that could mark a big milestone. Wall Street expects the central bank to announce it'll stop buying. See, now i got two things running. What the hell is going on here? There's way too much going on. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get it all figured out eventually, my friends, I promise. What is this playing over here? That's not even what I was hearing. I don't know. Anyway, um, the Federal Reserve is setting up America for economic disaster. And this, again, this is from the Hill. It's not like a, mm-hmm. a conspiracy-laden, uh, you know, uh, a newspaper. And it, it opens out like this. You guys love when I read news articles. Uh, I really recently had the opportunity to read The Creature from Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin, a prodigious tome dealing with the circumstances surrounding the creation <laughs> of the U.S. Federal Reserve System. You both are just – honey, you can laugh. It's okay. Uh, the thing is, is I, I'm actually um, reading. I found the article and I'm reading it along. And then just as I was firing it up, I saw a prodigious. Prodigious, thank you. Tome dealing with the circumstances surrounding the creation of the U.S. Federal Reserve System. I was taken aback by some of the prov- provocative assertions. Now, let's keep in mind, G. Edward Griffin is somebody that we've referred to many a times. We've followed him. Uh, I, like, he's in a lot of documentaries. Uh, I think think he was even on with ledge at one time or i had him lined up at one time to go with ledge and it didn't happen i don't remember uh but anyway uh, america joined world war one largely to help a few bankers profit off the war despite a long-standing monroe doctrine that prohibits our involvement in in european affairs now of course he doesn't right, mention now, hold on that could be backed up by um general smedley butler as well yes it could be war is a racket read his book well right exactly um, and, and let, you know, they don't even get into World War II, which was another one where uh, the Bush family and, and Ford and, and the Rockefellers and, and all these same old people, you know, made a bunch of money working with the war, working both sides of the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, it then it references the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917 was supported by international financial interests in order to de- destabilize Russia and steal the wealth of the Russian people. Okay. I think we, mm-hmm. we, we pretty much know that as a historical fact. I don't think that's a disputable you know thing that went down. Uh, so-called foreign aid is merely a clever means of shifting the bad debt incurred by banks and wealthy financiers to the taxpayers. Shut that dog up! <laughs> the book is narr- narrata- narrated in a notably conspiratorial tone and contains some obvious contradictions. For example, it contends that President Lincoln was once a liberator who sought to avoid being goaded into a destructive civil war by European powers jealous of America's success and had designed a colonization of Mexico. However, the book still and and as far as that comment goes about about Lincoln, I kind of agree with that. I don't I I know still I know that the the uh, slavery was a part of the Civil War. But most people don't pay attention to the fact that a lot of the Civil War was more about taxation, about making business, because down south grew everything and up north produced it. And then they taxed them to bring it down. 
Right. So, the, the, which goes against the interstate commerce clause, and and, and um, it, it's widely known, or it's, it's you could research it. Lincoln, um, his only goal was to preserve the union because half, the, you know, was it ten, eleven, twelve states had seceded and created its own country. And then Lincoln, you know, they say Lincoln freed the slaves. Lincoln didn't free the slaves in in the uh, in the United States. So what was left of the United States? There were still slaves in the twenties. <laughs> well, he freed the slaves in the Confederate. Uh, in the Confederacy, which he has no jurisdiction over, right? And uh, he also said uh, there's a quote about, like, he doesn't like black people, and once they were asking, what do you want to do when this is all over? He goes, oh, we'll send him to, you know, an island. I think they want to send him to Madagascar. And, and so, what they ended up doing is sending him to places like Detroit and New York and uh, cities that they didn't want to be at. They would have rather stayed where they were and just done their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a sad thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they're going to say about uh, George W. Bush, H. Bush, Obama. Although they're already sucking Obama's dick. I can't wait. You know, twenty, thirty years from now, what they're going to talk, what they're going to say about Trump. Oh, I you know, really. I, I can't believe what they're saying about. It. And again, I'm not a Trump supporter. I just can't even believe what they're saying about him now. So the Federal Reserve, as Griffith explains, is neither federal nor reserve. It is owned by the federal government. It is not owned by the federal government, and it does not hold real assets in reserve. It re- in reality, it is a giant debt factory backed by the full faith and credit of the government or taxpayers. This is the hill. I mm-hmm. can't believe this. This was allowed to be published. Honestly, why? This is this is an opinion piece, though. It's an opinion piece, but still, it's 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 in a major publication that's going to... It was on the Drudge Report, this story. Mm-hmm. So and it points out that reserve notes, which most people think it's money, but it's not. It's all fake. Right. It's it, None of it's real. Nope. It's not backed by anything. Everybody always says, you know, for, you know, for the seven years I've been talking about Bitcoin, they've been like, uh, well, what's it backed by? I was like, the same thing the American dollar is backed by. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yep. But it's a it's a currency that people want to uh, to trade in. I right. mean, and that's proven. What is the current? I'm so out of the loop. Uh, last I saw was 32. There was a big drop this really? past week. Yeah, there was a big drop this past week. Right, because China China outlawed it. Right. Oh, is that why? I, I think so. Um, of course, it comes up. What am I doing here? Oh, tonight's going to be fun when we got Martin on. Again, Martin Bishop, also known as Martin Truther, will be joining us at the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we've been going back and forth, and we're not going to get into the debate right now, Dave, but we've been going back and forth on Facebook about this new climate change study, um, saying that we're not as in, in, in bad spot as we thought we were. Uh, so this should be – we're going to have a lot of fun. we got a lot to talk about with him. I miss him. Uh, it's been a, you know He's been on my Facebook the whole time, but it, there's a lot to discuss. I just, okay, wanted, keep wanted, my mouth shut. I just wanted to throw that out. You know what was that? I'll just. I'm going to keep my mouth shut until later. Okay. Yeah. No. We'll get into that. And and I've got. Listen. Everybody missed. See, you got me started on. Everybody miscalculates what I say and and what I believe. So let's not get out of control and think that I, you know, th- that I don't think it's changing. Misconstrues. Misconstrued what I say. Yes. Yeah. Well, they do that. They they absolutely do that. You don't think so? Honey, you know how I believe. You're my wife. You live with me. I don't know that it's necessarily always the listener's fault, though. I think you have a communication problem sometimes. Me? You yes. can't English good. Hey, I don't English you good. You don't English good at all. 
That's what happens sometimes. I don't know what to tell you. It's okay. I try. I try I'm very not hard. Mad. Don't be mad. I'm not. There's no That's reason. What I just said. Okay, good. All There's right. no reason to be mad. Don't, uh, don't get it twisted now. I'm not trying to get anything okay. twisted. <laughs> <laughs> something that uh, you know, Dave. We've talked about for years. You know, it's, it's scary how many things that we've talked about for years. I, you know, a good example is that uh, creature Jekyll Island being mentioned in in a major publication. Uh, but how about this one? Big selling point for devices today, and not just for cell phones and computers. Webcams, baby monitors, even some appliances are able to connect to the internet. They're meant to make your life easier, but could also pose a threat to cybersecurity. Sean Boyd live tonight for us. And Sean, the number of everyday devices now connected to the internet in each other is pretty mind boggling. Hey, you know, Karen, computer chips and sensors are in everything from ovens to lights to refrigerators that we can now control with our smartphones or smart devices. Alexa, are you spying on me? Ah, not talking. Suspicious. <laughs> but these sophisticated devices have very unsophisticated security. And Colorado's U.S. Senator is sounding the alarm in Congress. If it's hard to believe a refrigerator, coffee pot, or thermostat can pose a national security risk, look no further than last year's cyber attack on baby monitors. Now, keep in mind, uh, well, there's more to play on this, but keep in mind, these, Dave, have we not warned about that four or five years ago? Well, the problem is nobody nobody knows anything about network security. Like, if I had these devices, everything would be secure. But they let, you know, like, the, let's say the remote cameras, um, they don't they don't change the passwords. And they don't, they put it out on the internet without any security. Like, I could, I could totally build a, a, a incredibly secure, uh, home network, but, uh, but, but you'd have to build it yourself. It wouldn't be, so you couldn't get, um, you know, uh, uh, any kind of thing off the internet. You actually have to build it yourself. Yeah, it would, it's not all that difficult. I just have to configure it myself. Oh, I must have pissed um, off, I must have pissed off Grady because I see two Polk cities watching us. Listening to us. <laughs> Why do you do that? Why do you watch that? Because <laughs> I like to. It's fun. Anyway, let me let's finish this real fast. And webcams that took down major websites like Twitter, Spotify, and PayPal by serving as portals to the networks. The attack, a chilling example of how everyday web-connected devices, the so-called Internet of Things, can be used as weapons of mass disruption. The federal government orders billions of dollars worth of Internet of Things devices each and every year. These are things that can be hacked into. You can uh, try to control systems, uh, instruments with them. Uh, you can certainly read what people are doing or maybe even eavesdrop on a conversation people are having. Chair of the Senate Cybersecurity Caucus, Colorado <laughs> Senator Cory Gardner is taking action, sponsoring a bill that would require any Internet-connected device purchased by the government meet basic security standards. So Things so, like firewalling off information. So they're more worried about the government's safety than your safety or your privacy. Keep that in mind. Well, I'm okay with that. You remember, I don't want government laws telling me what I can and cannot do, even though if it's bad behavior. Well, is that you know? I said, of course they are. Okay. It shouldn't be at all surprising. <laughs> well, look, but the government is trying to protect itself from from the simple person being able to log in and, and, and catch them doing bad behavior, Dave, to, to go with what you were saying. In your opinion. But yeah, well, yeah, because most of the government's bad. I got a story up here of 11 mayors that have been uh, either arrested, fired, or quit because they were sexual predators. 
These are the people yeah, we they, put in charge of us. This is the people that we put in charge of the Catholic Church. These are the people that are raping our children. We didn't knowingly do it. We're like, oh, you're a child rapist? You should be in charge here. Well, don't. They, there's a pattern here, obviously, of these people doing this. <laughs> you get in power. You get too much power. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. I'm sorry. If you're a kid raper, you were probably that a kid raper the whole time all along. Yeah, that but the thing is, it's power. These- it's these narcissists that that um, try to get into power, right? You know, they bad people tend to are, be are the ones interested look, in, in that situation. I wouldn't mind voting for Sean for president, but I know he doesn't want to do the job. I, and people have told me all that you know, you should run for office. I was like, fuck that! I don't want to rule anybody's uh, in life. It's like the only reason why the, my platform, if I ran for like governor or mayor or whatever, was to my only my I'd have a one line platform. To remove laws. That's it. That's all I would do. Would you, you know? want to be a person of power like that? George? Me? Yes. I would. If I was to take like a position. Senator Raspatello. That's a scary thought right there. My God. <laughs> Anarchy would ensue very shortly thereafter. Sounds very sinister. Yeah. Well, you know Doesn't what? I would, I would do exactly what Dave's saying. I would restore power back to the people. I would eliminate. And I've said this hundreds of times over. I believe that the federal government is corrupt. I believe the federal government is not doing what it should be doing, protecting the people of this country. So I would dissolve the federal government, restore the power back to the states, and then redevelop, rebuild the federal government the way it was meant to operate. You're actually you, – you, again, I have said this a number of times on air and in conversations. There is one thing that you could do that will change the balance of power between the, the federal governments and the state's governments, and that's to remove the income tax, the federal income tax. Well, then that goes back to what the, the creature from Jekyll Island. That is what right, has enslaved exactly. us all. That is what has put us in the position that we're in now. It's not... Funny, it's funny how they got the, uh, the power to um, tax people and the Federal Reserve in one fucking year. I wonder if it actually worked out that way on purpose. Well, when you have a secretive meeting in December when everybody else is on vacation and you bring in the guys that are going to back you up, and maybe you even killed some on the Titanic, which is, you know, something that is believed to have happened, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it allows these things to happen. <laughs> I'm a- I don't even like doing this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fortoed. Oh, Fortoed, my friend. It's just, it's just because, you know, I, for the most part, I, I'm having such a good time here. And then on Tuesdays, I got to be like, yeah, and I got to remember all the shit I hate about, you know, governments and states and shit like that. Get all stressed out again. Well, although there's some, there's some fucked up shit going on down here. There's protests all the time, right? And because, because the government is, is, is releasing or, or, tight, or loosening up laws. Uh, corruption laws. The president himself, you know, like he's busted on a bunch of things, and they're just, and it's allowing, this is what's happening out in front of everybody that they're doing this. And they just don't give a fuck. No, they do what they want to yeah. do. They've been doing that for, for many years. Uh, they, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a sad, it's a sad state of affairs that we allow it to continue to go on. Uh, as I said, mm-hmm. it's time for, you know, people to, to realize that. I know we're, I know you're not for government. I know you're you're more of an anarchist. You more want things to be free flowing and and easy to do. But I believe we need some form of government to handle specific things. And, and right now, our government is not doing what the people want. We are still in a war for 15 plus years now. 
Uh, we are still... Uh, you know, overly taxed and spending money where it doesn't need to be spent. You know, I, I'm not going to argue free health care because I would be for free health care if we could stop trying to kill brown people all throughout the world. Yeah, I'm not for the free health care either. But, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'd rather I'd rather go to help people than to kill people. If it, You know, if they're going to put you know, this country $20 trillion in debt and we don't have anything to show for it except for dead people. You know, it, it just shows you that the, they're using the arming and the military to make people rich. That's all they're doing. They're going in there to plunder their resources. You know, 15 of the 19 hijackers came from Saudi Arabia. So we go to, where did we go to? Afghanistan? Afghanistan and Iran, and Iraq, who did nothing. Iraq, yeah. And, you know, we've been in Egypt and a couple other countries here and there as well. Um, well, Syria, I mean, we had a pipeline we're trying to put through there. We gotta, you know, really just get on this. Uh, come on, Dave. You're not, you're not yeah. a fan of the pipeline? You don't want to put that pipeline through? No, let, let them, let them do it, uh, themselves, you know? Or, or pay to get it done. Instead, they, they use our, you know, men and women, our fathers and sons and daughters and mothers to, to, that, that die over there. And not only that, they kill other people and that creates more terrorism. They love this shit. They love what's going on, you know, because it keeps the people, um, afraid and, and wants the government. Like I, I've said this before too. You know, could you imagine if everything was great? You know, school systems were great. Taxes were, were manageable. Everybody made some money. You know, there were no wars. Um, everybody, you know, everybody ate well, so there wasn't a lot of medical problems. We'd be like, well, what the fuck? What are you here for, government? Like, we don't need you anymore. <sighs> Honey. Well, gosh, that'd be awesome. It would be awesome. I, just, I don't foresee that ever happening. I and mean, that could be on Raz Island, maybe. We could live like hey, that. It's Fort Toad Jones Island. Remember that. <laughs> See, we've already got a civil war going on. We're already going to have issues before it even starts. All right, guys. It's uh, it's what is it? Six forty-seven here. We got a guest coming on at seven o'clock. I got to check. I you know I'm on call for work this week. I just got a a call. I got to check and see and make sure it's not you know somebody flooding out. So let's take a quick break. Uh, Dave, sit tight there. I think Lexi's going to be stepping away. Hopefully, she'll stick with us a little bit during the Martin Truther. She can bounce in and out maybe, but she wants to go make dinner. She got stuff to deal with, uh, and and uh, we'll go from there. What do you all think? Sounds uh, good. No, it's, let's just keep going. <laughs> well, we can't. Shut right my now. mic off. <laughs> Speak to you later. <laughs> all right, guys, sit tight. We'll be back in a couple minutes. We're going to take a break, uh, do a little comedy routine, the whole nine yards that we always do. You listen to the first fifty-two on all the formats that are out there to. To, to listen. Make sure if you want to watch us, watch us. I, I went through all this work to get it there. When Martin joins us, we'll talk about tribalism. We'll talk about how you can work together within your, your, your group, whatever your group be. And do you need to really agree with everybody or can you, you know, can you, can you do things a little different? Can you maybe, you know, have a different opinion on certain subjects? Sit tight, guys. You're listening to First 52. I'll be back with you in a few. Crayon, hold on. 
What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? Here? <laughs> What's your name again? John Rez. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad. Sure. Oh, or no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first fifty-two with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I? Give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob. Yeah. Doctor Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. of September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th. 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day. Terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victims' family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were Failure of imagination Because Nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes in the buildings. Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on able danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC-7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity.
Likewise him, 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 and her, and her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about His head could be seen to move violently forward. And They took the babies out of the incubators. And Mobile production facilities. And The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater, and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, you will never, ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This has been a public service announcement by the friends of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DIA, SEC, MSM, White House, NIST, and the 9-11 Commission. Because ignorance is strength. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, hip hop, red turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing. Yes. Red turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Red turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Red turd show. The red. <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Hey, you hear this bullshit they be talking? Every day, man, it's like these motherfuckers is just like professional liars, you know what I'm saying? It's wow. Listen. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the towers. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the towers. Tell the truth, nigga. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the towers. Tell the truth, nigga. Pledge no allegiance, nigga, fuck the president's speeches. I'm baptized by America, covered in leeches. The dirty water that peaches your soul and your facial features. Drowning you with propaganda that they spit through the speakers. And if you speak about the evil that the government does, the Patriot Act to track you to the type of your blood. They try to frame you and say you was trying to sell drugs and throw a federal indictment on niggas to show you love. This shit is run by fake Christians, fake politicians. Look at their mansions and look at the conditions you live in. All they talk about is terrorism on Television, they tell you to listen, but they don't really tell you their mission. They funded Al Qaeda, and now they blame the Muslim religion. Even though Bin Laden was a CIA tactician, they gave him billions of dollars, and they funded his purpose. Fahrenheit 9 11, that's just scratching the surface. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the towers. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the towers. Tell the truth, nigga. Bin Laden, blow up projects. Yo, nigga, tell the show.
still fight for Saddam, but that's bullshit. I show you why it's totally wrong. Cause if another country invaded the hood tonight, it'll be warfare through Harlem and Washington Heights. I wouldn't be fighting for Bush or white America's dream. I'd be fighting for my people's survival and self esteem. I wouldn't fight for racist churches from the South, my nigga. I'll be fighting to keep the occupation out, my nigga. You ever clock someone who talks shit or look at you wrong? Imagine if they shot at you and was raping your moms. And of course, Saddam Hussein had chemical weapons. We sold them that shit after Ronald Reagan's election. Mercenary contractors fighting a new era. Corporate military banking off the war on terror. They controlling the ghetto with the fear of attack. Trying to distract the fact that they engineering the crack. So I'm scrapped like Lee Malvo holding a sniper rifle. These bullets are touch your kids. And I don't mean like Michael. Your body be sent to the morgue, stripped down and recycled. I fire on house niggas that support you and like you. Cause innocent people get murdered in the struggle daily. And poor people never get shit and struggle daily. This ain't no alien conspiracy theory. This shit is real. Written on a dollar underneath the Masonic seal. Y'all don't rap for dead presidents. I'd rather see the president dead. It's never been said, but I said precedence. We all live in different realities, there's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality, but as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry, we are now knowing and within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands, in Africa, in uh, Peru, or wherever, we're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need, which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity. But it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the dark brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity because listen to all these people that have come out here, every single one of them, a loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. 
and the synchronicities will start to unfold and then you'll actually believe in miracles anything that comes your way go with it and, and do it to your fullest you know that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose and if you let your light shine you know to your fullest when something comes your way then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated and the best thing is is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it everything's better than you could have ever and I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill with the uh, volcanoes with the corruption with everything that's going down the police state you know all of it it's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you and to just start seeking the new existence but we have to that's what we have to do we're the voice now we're the voice now we're the voice now Stupid Jersey Horse and Kanye West and that slut Kardashian. The dumber that you are, the more we're impressed. We almost had President Palin. Guido's flexor pecs and the chubby Jersey chicks whine. Snooky's famous man, I want to do a hate crime. This is so pathetic. We're white trash on Xanax. Watch me text while I try to drive a stick shift. Going to the plastic surgeon. Ryan Seacrest on my radio, and the royal wedding's on. Now here comes the Octomom, the f***ing Octomom. So I throw my hands up, our IQ's all gone, we diluted our DNA. Cake boss is next, heck yeah. Blue pills for sex, heck yeah. I throw my hands up, our IQ's all gone, we Twitter dumb thoughts all day. Yeah, we're retarded in the USA. Yeah, we're retarded in the USA. Screaming douchebags on my TV. Our heroes are dumb and loud. If George Washington had a time machine, he wouldn't be left and proud. Bachman, Perry, and that tool Mitt Romney. Hope and change was a bad black comedy. Seven dollars for espresso. Buy our insurance from a gecko Stupid rappers talking lazy make me so sick I can't understand their verses Britney Spears just showed her labia And Bet Favre texted his dong Bet Favre texted his dong <laughs> And it wasn't very long So I throw my hands up Our IQ's all gone We diluted our DNA Collagen lips, heck yeah Crab catching dicks, heck yeah I throw my hands up, our IQ's all gone We Twitter dumb thoughts all day Yeah, we're retarded in the USA Yeah, we're retarded in the USA Nothing real, it's all just hype We've become a nation of ass wipes I wish the real housewives would die 
Now I just feel like eating lead tonight So I throw my hands up, our IQ's all gone We've diluted our DNA Cake bosses next, heck yeah Blue pills for sex, heck yeah I throw my hands up, our IQ's all gone We quit our dumb thoughts all day Yeah, we're retarded in the USA yeah, we're retarded in the USA. Wow, I hate sloppy breaks. Guys, welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Freely Blood, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio, Disruption Networks, uh, who am I missing? Radio Chaos, and then of course on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, and you stream. I mean, you can find us all there. Ten ways to catch the first 52. And I hope you're listening on one of those multiple formats. I hope you, you, you're ready for some, some fun. We're going to have a little bit of fun here. We're going to talk about some crazy things. Uh, and, and hopefully you'll, you'll agree with some of them. I really, really, really hope you'll agree with some of them. This is Martin Truther on RazRadio.com. And that's our buddy that's going to be joining us here very soon. Uh, we'll, we'll bring up Martin in a moment. Fortoed, you still there, brother? I didn't tell him to unmute, so he's probably not even ready. Fortoed, you there, my friend? I am here. Good, good, good. That's what I want to hear. We got Fortoed there. I apologize for the long break. You know, like I said, I was on call for work uh, tonight, so I had to take care of some things. Uh, I had to go check and see what that call was. They can wait a little bit. It's cool. I got it all under control because that's what we do here on Raz Radio Live, the first 52, my friends. Ugh, I had to breathe for a second. Anyway, uh, you guys might remember our, our buddy Martin. He, he goes by Martin Bishop now, but there was a time he went by the name of Martin Truther. We interviewed him about four years ago. We had a great conversation. Uh, he goes from a little dif- different direction uh, than what we... Well, I guess we all go in a different direction. That's part of what the conversation is going to be about tonight. Uh, so let me see if I got him over there. Martin, do oh, I got you, my friend? We've been having Skype issues. Skype is acting so stupid tonight. Martin? Are you over there, my friend? See, I hate Skype sometimes. Oh, I heard a, I heard a click. I think we almost had him. You there, buddy? I, I hear fumbling. Yep. I think we got you. <laughs> You're good, Martin. Can I uh, give me a word? Give me some sound check. Check one, two, two, two. Okay. I, I, He's checking me, but he's not checking me right. <laughs> you got to love when Skype wants to do its own thing. It, it reset on us three different times. I did hear the, the click of you unmuting, so make sure you're unmuted. I've been dying to talk to you. we got to get this right. I hate when Skype does this kind of crap. Oh, wait, wait. I can hear you slightly in the background. I can barely hear you in the background, man. Might be the headphones. It could be your headphones that aren't working for you. Your microphone on the headphone. Give give me a unplugged version. Let's see what happens. I am unplugged. Oh, there we go. I can hear you back. I can actually hear you now. Okay, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love technology. Technology does this to us all the time. It always makes things so difficult. He did respond though that he couldn't well, hear me. We we always like to make good excuses for it. It's it's because of the CIA, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're watching us, man. They they didn't want us to talk after four years. They didn't want us back together again. Okay, let me try the other input. 
Dave, you there? I am here. I know you're getting frustrated. You hate technological stupidity. And I'm not saying that to you, Martin. I just mean in general. It's just it's such a pain in the ass sometimes. Exactly. See? This is why I built a mumble server (laughs) in the cloud so I could always talk to you. So you could always get to me. You don't have to rely on that Skype. It's weird. It, like, kept cutting us off, like, constantly. Yeah, I'm 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 done with Skype. I know you are. I know. I I can barely hear you, but I can see you, and I can. You're hearing me, obviously now. Um, I don't know where my other phones are, but it's. it's can you hear him there, Dave, in the background? Barely. Yeah, I know. It, I don't get it. It's it's really interesting, you know. And it's it's always those things. I, I can hear him trying to change things out. Um, Oh, I'm typing him. But do you remember the interview with him a few years ago? I do. It was a, I remember the name. I don't remember what we talked about. You remember it was Martin Truther. He's uh what's the RBC or RGB RPG R the, you know that that community, the group of people that uh look towards like the Zeitgeist movement type thing. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fortoad. Uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation because what we are going to be doing is uh, getting into a, a, a conversation about do we need to agree on everything in order to have a basic idea of, of the forward momentum we're looking for. As he's getting his stuff together, I got him turned up, so once he gets figured out and together over there, we'll be able to bring him up. But that's a big question because, you know, you and I don't agree on everything, but we have a good a good understanding of where we want things to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We we are you know diametrically opposed on certain things, but for the most part, you know, it's 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 eight percent we agree on. You know, twenty percent is bullshit, and you know nobody wants to force. Like, I don't want to force my opinion on you. You don't want to force your opinion on me, except when it comes to chemtrails. Chemtrails. <clears throat> you said it first. <laughs> it right. took an hour and uh, eleven minutes. Yeah, well, you know, we don't we don't really track anymore. He's going to reboot his computer, so you and I'll just uh, go back and forth for a little bit. And uh, we'll see what happens from there. It's, it's kind of weird the way Skype works. I, I, you're right. I am over Skype. I wish we could get everybody, um, you know, on the same kind of thing that we can work together with and make it all work well. Uh, it, it, it's unfortunate that, you know, this conversation needs to be had that we're going to have with him. And, and, yeah, you know, he jokes about blaming it on the CIA, but it, it really makes you wonder if, if, if we're really that crazy. You know, is it really that outlandish that maybe they're they are doing things like that when when they see people because him and i have been going back and forth for a week you know going over what the show is going to be how we're going to talk about things what what we want to talk about he's he's been posting about it constantly uh and, and is that part of the problem I, I know it's the conspiracy side of me dave but it, you just have <laughs> to ask that question when it happens well, sometimes, you know, sometimes there are things that make, that, that come together that, that kind of shine a light onto something and it, it possibility, you know? Yeah, it, it definitely is, I guess. Uh, while we're waiting for him to reboot, he went and rebooted his computer to see if that would help. Uh, hopefully, maybe that'll make a difference. It really sounds like a bad headphone or something to me. Uh, but you had posted a story, Dave, and you had made the comment that you won't see this on the mainstream media. So I figured it's something we should cover. I figured it's okay. something we should talk about. I think you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I post a lot of things. <laughs> Three Taco Bell employees pull out their guns to shoot and kill oh, yeah. an armed robber in Cleveland. 
Ring a bell? See the, you see this? Did you see the source of that that article? It's fucking. It's from uh, England. Yeah, it's the Daily Mail. Well, yeah. of course they don't have guns out there, and they don't want guns out there. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's right, uh, that was part of that was part of the article. Like they don't know if they're going to arrest the, the 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 they should. You know, they were just like they were looking into charges to arrest the kids. Uh, you know, that, that defended themselves. Well, here's the only thing I would say, and, and the only reasoning why there should be, or there could be any arrest in this situation, is in order to have a handgun, you have to be 21. One of them was 19. Not true. Okay, well, correct me then. In order to buy a handgun, you have to be over 21. Yeah, I could have given my son a gun at 18 years old. Well, this is Cleveland, so that would be, uh, Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. What's the gun laws in Ohio? Is that an open carry state? Is that a concealed carry? Oh, apparently, apparently they didn't arrest the 19 year old. So apparently everything's cool. Interesting. I mean, that's, that's interesting. I find that, uh, a good thing, you know. Yeah. Something that wasn't discussed much during the, the buildup to the hurricane, uh, Hurricane Irma down here in Florida was that, uh, in the state of Florida, if you're in a mandatory evacuation zone, there is no longer a concealed carry law. You can conceal carry without a license as long as you're a lawful right. gun owner. Why is that? Uh, because you have to be able to transport your guns to wherever you're being forced to go if you need to go. And that's the reasoning no, no, no. behind it. Well, you know, remember, you're not, remember, it's not mandatory. We had that little Twitter discussion. Well, yeah. um, so if you happen to stay in town, you know, you could actually then conceal carry and walk around your neighborhood if you so chose. Why is it that when a hurricane comes into town, all of a sudden these gun laws don't make sense? Why can't that? Why can't I? Why don't? Why do I have to get a concealed weapons permit? Uh, well, I agree with that too. I mean, guess who was carrying all weekend? <laughs> I'll give you one one the, guess. The guy who I gave a gun to specifically so he'd get a fucking concealed weapons permit, but bought a boat and a van instead. <laughs> I couldn't get the concealed weapons permit on the on credit. <laughs> Let's see. It's 117 fucking dollars. Oh, I know, I know. It's going to be done. Don't worry. It's going to get done here soon. The gun's going to be broken by the time you get it. It hasn't even been fired since I've had it. I got to go out and fire <laughs> that gun too, I guess. So I should really probably get a, get a good test on it. Let me see if he's back up. You no, should. Yeah, like it probably hasn't even been cleaned. Probably got pocket lint stuck in there. It, well, it hasn't been fired, so it, no, it's been well taken care of. Trust me. It, it's it's well, well taken care of. And it's so very much loved. You 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 carry a gun around the property, and do not, then have not fired that thing yet. No, I haven't fired it yet. Oh man, that's scary. I'm taking that gun back. <laughs> taking the gun back. Does that mean you're gonna come back home and take it from me? February, I'll come back. Taking the gun <laughs> February's back. coming to take it. Four toads coming. Watch out. Got to worry about when he's coming. Let you me know see. What? I was just thinking. I was just this recent hurricane. I'm sorry to keep up bringing up the hurricane, but I was thinking, shit, all my guns are stored in a house somewhere in Florida. I'm like, damn it, you know, and it's and it's not in the air conditioned part. I'm like, you know, I thought I was only staying for six months. Now it's going to be like nine. I wonder if my, I wonder how fucked up my guns are going to be by the time I get back. Oh, so you should have brought them here. I would have kept them here in the nice air conditioned house. It would have been good for you. No fucking way was I leaving. Seven guns in your house. <laughs> My kids good. He knows better. Large guns. Um, so I just got a text. I just got a text from our buddy Wayne in Baltimore. You know, the, the host of the Chocolate Drop that hasn't done a show in God for knows how long. 
Yeah, we, we he's miss doing it. God's work for FEMA. He, yeah, he's working for FEMA right now. He's driving 17 hours because, you know what, DOT laws don't matter during a state of emergency. But uh, he texted mm-hmm. me and he said, can I carry in Florida with my Utah permit? And I believe Utah is a state of rep- 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 say it for me. Reciprocity. 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 Yeah, so yes, he's Wayne. A, wait a minute. He's got a Utah permit and he lives in Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah, I want to look that up. You, I don't even know how to spell it. I'm pretty sure that's a reciprocity state, and I do believe that's one of the 30 that you can carry. Uh, uh, 34. 30 is it 34 but now? No, it's. It, well, I believe it's 34, and, and remember, it's Utah, Florida states that honor Utah permits. Here we go. Um, uh, it, it, some states could have reciprocity with certain other states, and not. So I, I don't know. It's it's all fucked up. Hold on a second. Well, hopefully that is one of them. I'm pretty sure that Utah is one of them. Martin, can you hear me? I can sort of hear you. Can you hear me at all? I can sort of hear you. We're getting closer. It's um, My Skype is being updated against my will. I hate that. That's what happened to me a couple weeks ago, and it's been causing me issues also. Oh, it just updated, and it said, screw you, you're not talking right now. Did you see that? It, like, that wasn't dude, me hanging up on him. That was actually. Dude, I, I'm going to send you a link, all right, to uh, this Jitsi meat setup that that um that I've been wanting to test for well over a hey, year. Hey, listen, I don't want to get into your weird sexual things. It's a link, <laughs> all right? It's a fucking link. It's a web-based Skype setup. Um, I'm firing it up. No, actually, I shouldn't fire it up now. I'll probably kill my mic. Um, but it, it's a free service. It's encrypted on all ends, and... uh it's you know it's 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 never mind. Yeah, well, I, I, if, I, I wasn't even doing shows. I'm still trying to figure out ways to, to make do shows. Better. Nobody want nobody wants to do this free and easy uh, link that you know anybody could use. Um, they don't want to use the mumble server that I'd set up for them. Meanwhile, they're complaining that they can't get Skype right. Those three blind motherfuckers. And even you know I wanted wanted uh, what's his face uh, Mark to use it as well for remote hosting and you know long you know you don't want to do it either. I know, I know. Mark, you there? Oh, oh, almost. Yes, Can you hear me? Just barely. Do me a favor. Go into your settings and make sure that your microphone is is turned up and make sure your headphones are turned up. I don't know how well you're hearing me or not, but it might be something in your settings. We're, we're, tools we're, options. Yeah, tools options settings, or something like that. Yeah, it goes tools and then yeah, options, and then your microphone. I know. <laughs> it's always wonderful the way Skype just treats us stupid. You know, they really constantly. I had this problem, Dave. What was it? Three, four weeks ago, we were doing an interview. And I couldn't get the guy connected on my Skype because I hadn't updated it yet, and I had an outdated version compared to his version. Yeah, it, it may be time to go to your Google Hangouts or something, you know, or or some other program. It might be an option, you know. I mean, we have to we have to make this work, and it's unfortunate that too many times uh, we have issues, you know, and and those yeah. those are a few times were the times that I had to drop you out because like you couldn't hear the guest, right. I can hear him digging around there. It's so weird. I, like no, I can, it might, might be me. No, no, I can. No, it's it's him. I can tell the difference okay. in the channels. See, right. In the Vibra background. keeps coming up. Vibra, what's Vibra? It's a video chat software. 
I can slightly hear you, Martin. You're you're oh right. There. I don't know how you're hearing me, but I can just barely hear you. Hearing you through my iPhone uh, earphones. I see that was a little better. There, we actually heard you more. Maybe if I hold the thing up to my mouth. There, there, yeah, that's actually better. Uh, how do I set the microphone volume? Whatever you um, if you go underneath here, we're going to do an online tutoring. Go to tools on your Skype, right? And then go down to options. Okay. All right. Once you get under options, you should see um, mine's loading. I'll tell you audio settings. Click on audio settings. You want to set that microphone level up as high as you can at this point. It's grayed out. There. Oh, see, and now I can hear you. I mean, it is grayed out. I don't have control over the volume setting. Oh, okay. Well, whatever you're doing right now is perfect. We can do the interview. If you can just hold that microphone wherever you're holding it, we got okay. it. We're good to go. Okay. There we go. All right. So I, I apologize, everybody. It, you know, sometimes, like Dave and I were talking, technology can, can kind of shove it up your ass every once in a while. Martin Bishop, Martin Truther, uh, you may know him multiple different ways. Red Pill Society uh, was where Red I first guide. found them. What was it? Redpillguide.com. Yeah, but yeah, redpillguide.com. Um, how you been, man? It's been four years at least. Oh, let's see. It's uh, it's been a long, strange trip, as we like to say here in Eugene, the one of the uh, favorite stomping grounds of the Grateful Dead band. But uh, <laughs> um, let's see. I was going to do a video recently about uh, my journey in truth, and I realized I've actually been on three different journeys, um, corresponding to cluster of truths related to corrupted power in one journey. Another one has to do with health. And uh, popular toxins. Um, the third one has to do with spiritual matters. So it's like um, I'm, I'm focusing more on the latter two right now, health and spirituality. I mean, we've arrived at a point in time where, you know, we can have the leader of the free world threatening nuclear war in the morning. And it's, you know, people are not in the streets. And <laughs> it's like, oh, that's just another day. So I am. Uh, for health reasons, one just kind of has to step back from that craziness once in a while. Yeah, I feel you on that. I wouldn't really, I don't even know if we can consider ourselves the free world anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> as I told you when we were chatting back and forth, my buddy Dave there, uh, you know him as Four Toad. You remembered him as Four Toad. Actually, I think you called him Three Toad, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you will see that... Uh, you will see that uh, he's moved to Guatemala now. He's he's reached out. He he followed through with his threat of of how to find a better life. Um, Dave, you want to say hi to Martin there? Hey, Martin, all the way from where am I? San Pedro, Guatemala now. Awesome. That's um, yeah. Good good for you for finding a place in the world to be. How's it going there? It's. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I uh, I was supposed to only be here for six months. I'm extending it nine months. And you know, really, the only reason why I'm going back to to Florida is because my son is having a, a, a child. So I want to go back and be a grandfather for a little while. But uh, but I'll be back here. I'll definitely be back here. You know, get. I've always hated. The, well, not always, but the last ten years, I've disliked the federal government or governments in general. But living here uh, has really showed me uh, how bad things are up there. And, you know, like just the cops don't bother you at all. Like I, I, I bought a motorcycle 
and I ride on the roads and the cops are behind me and I'm like, I'm not like, oh shit, what do I do? What do I have? Uh, <laughs> the first time I realized this, I was high as a kite walking through downtown Panachel and I looked at a cop right in the face. And normally I'd be like, oh shit, don't look, don't, you know, oh my God, he's going to bust me for being high. And I was, they don't care. They're probably high too. But <laughs> <laughs> they're carrying automatic weapons. I don't know if I really want them high. And you remember, they have to pay. They, they give them the, the police car, but they have to maintain it. I've seen, I've seen shitty cop cars driving around. You know, windows busted, bumpers missing. You know, um, they have to take care of it themselves. I've also seen their kids in the back of the car. You know, they use it as their only vehicle, their personal vehicle. Um, right. So, um, you know, and also, so they have to pay for their own ammo too. So nobody's getting shot by accident. Nobody's dogs getting shot. You know, they're not sending 40, 50 bullets down you know, at somebody because they, they're holding up their wallet and they think it's a, it's a gun. You know, it's, it, it's really controlled there. I'm not saying that there's no, there's not any corruption. There certainly is corruption here. Um, like I can get, I can get arrested for calling, uh, an indigenous person indigenous. It's like their N word. Um, and you and there are certain situations where you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. We've so just talked about that before. Of, yeah. And there's no, there's, and also because of the lack of laws, when I was living on the other side of Lake Athlon, um, fireworks are going off at five o'clock in the morning. It's apparently, it's a thing that if it's your birthday, they wake you up with a mad firecrackers, right? <laughs> also, they have, they sell, I swear, I shit you not, in the local, uh, d- grocery store, they sell fireworks. They sell those big ones that you can actually launch out of. Like the mortars, store. like the mortar it, ones? Yeah, mortars, exactly. The mortars going off all the time in, oh, Jesus Christ. Last Saturday was, um, well, last Friday was Independence Day. I got the hell out of Panatel. That's, <laughs> that's the last day I moved over here because it's, it's just insanity over there. Insanity. They so like they have fun. That's, than, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of fun. This is true. They love to party. Um, and who am I to, to piss on that? That's just, that's just one of the other sides of having so much freedom is that, that sometimes it's loud. That is but that's there- over there. Over here in, in San Pedro, there's, 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 I don't hear anything. It's a little more quieter and a little more calm. Uh, so Martin, you and I were going back and forth. Um, you would, you would put out a good idea and a good, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate we're getting started so late, but, um, this is something I've addressed in the past is that we, we all agree on a lot of different subjects. We all want the same basic end goal is freedom. Uh, you know, personal responsibility, the ability to do what we want. Um, and avoiding extinction, that kind of, you know, helps us. Yeah, I agree with that too. Know, yeah. Be able to avo- do what we want, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I would before, by far agree with that. We don't want to die in extinction. Uh, but there's always something that, um, uh, there, there, there's always different uh, of opinions on, on certain topics, certain subjects. Um, you know, was there any planes on 9-11 or were there no planes? Is the earth round or is it flat? Are chemtrails real or is it just a hoax? I, there's, there's all these different things that, that we can go back and forth about, uh, within the group. And I think that's kind of the direction that you were coming on board with us tonight. Yeah, I think things have changed a lot since I started. I got a notice from Zuckerberg uh, yesterday that I've been it had been eight years to the day since I created my account on Facebook, and uh, I you know I got to thinking about how different things were. First of all, um, it was a lot easier to reach people, show up in their news feeds, and when you actually got to conversing with people, information was exchanged, and sometimes opinions changed, and uh, that. I'm afraid is is no longer really the case, or it's far less than it used to be. 
Uh, you put a post out there, and you'd be lucky if a handful of people see it. And it's uh, it can be related. Like I have both a page and a personal account. Um, <clears throat> you can see things get censored pretty arbitrarily. Like some things may be shown to 160 of the people that are have liked the page. Other things might only get shown to five or six people that like the page. Um, <clears throat> you know, how do you how do you account for that, really? Yeah, I, and I've had that problem also on my end as far as uh, trying to share the information that we want to get across. Uh, I don't know what happened there. You got a little lower, so if you, I don't know if you moved the mic or what's oh, going. Slightly. Yeah, yeah. you got to be right on it. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, uh, but lately, it seems like we get uh, stuck in conversations about uh, whether or not global warming is a hoax, or even uh, even if moon landings were a hoax, and, and it's like people will present their arguments and you can say well that video that you have of stanley kubrick supposedly saying that it was a hoax is actually an actor named tom and this is discredited elsewhere and and still people don't change their mind myspace tom um (laughs) i'm being an ass so uh well you know and it's fun it's funny you bring that up because that goes to just what i was saying about the no planers about the the flat earthers even global warming denial all right, listen, Dave, I told you I was going to shock you a little bit. I don't I don't deny that the globe is warming. I don't deny that there's climate change happening. And Dave, we've actually discussed this before, so maybe it's not that shocking to you. I just don't believe the reasoning that they put behind their theory of it. I don't believe that it's you and me driving our cars. Um as Dave will tell you, the biggest polluter is the US Navy. So why do we have to worry about fixing it on our end when maybe there's bigger people that need to fix it? Yeah, I think the um, blaming of the individual is part of the tactic that uh, is is not just by accident. It is part of the fear mongering. The, the big powerful players are avoiding responsibility and avoiding regulation. Um, we have shipping interests who would have to pay lots of money on shipping fuel, uh, airliners. Uh, the really big consumers, and of course the oil industry itself, burns off huge amounts of natural gas that it can't market um, or, and, and wastes. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the impact of the individual, even if, you know, you, you go buy the book, 50 Things You Can Do to Help Save the Planet, and you implement every single one of those in your personal life, it's probably only about, you know, what, 10 to 20% of the overall problem. Yeah, um, business and government is, you know, far and away the largest um, <clears throat> problem. But we and rely on government like, to fix the problem, and and government is owned by the corporations, or or at least both the corporations and the government are owned by the banksters. So there's nothing will happen there. Yeah, it, it really makes it difficult in order to decide where. Then that's part of my problem with with the whole climate change, global warming uh, debate, uh, first of all, they're going off of 200 years of, of information for the most part. I mean, we I know we have soil samples, but we can go back to the Bronze Age where it was four degrees warmer than it is now. I'm throwing numbers out because I don't know for sure, but I know it was warmer then than it is now. So the planet has seen not these things. The Bronze, what? There's maybe not so much during the Bronze Age, but... Uh 
yeah, I, I think you get more into geological time scales rather than human history time scales. For example, when the um, Arctic ice is finally melted and we have our first ice-free summer in the Arctic, it will have been 120,000 years since the last time that happened. And that's before human history, essentially. Okay. And, and, and human history, and here's another weird thing. And I don't know if you're, you're still there, Dave, but, um, you know, you see these different clickbait stories that come out with these, these hand tools that were a million years old that were developed by humans or, or believed to have been developed by humans. So have, has humanity already gone through an extinction, extinction, extinction phase once and redeveloped? Well, if it had gone extinct, would we be here? Or, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it. Are you saying has it gone through a cycle of civilization before and crashed? Or okay, yeah, we could say that that way. Maybe that makes more sense than my extinction idea. But listen, things can go extinct. Things can go away, and then I mean, we don't know how we got here to begin with. So mm-hmm. who's to say that we didn't extinct once, go extinct once, and then? Whatever brought us here said, "Okay, let's try this again. Let's reset, reboot." What? Yes. What? What was that? Whatever brought us here again? Whatever brought us here? Well, we don't know how we got here. I mean, do you know how we got here, Dave? Yeah. Oh, how do we get here? Uh, Darwin explains it all in his book. Uh, was it the Origin oh, of uh, Species? All right, give me the Basically, Reader's Digest you know, version. We we started off as an amoeba somewhere, and you know, and then every so often something hiccuped, and then boom, here's a, here's a, you know, birds and and dolphins and and people and so, you know bugs. So two billion squ- years ago, two billion years ago, humanity could have been here. It could have went extinct, and then it regrew from amoeba again. I, I suppose that's uh, somewhat correct. I'm not asking correct, but that's a good theory, a good idea, because Martin was like, well, if we went extinct, how do we become here today? Right. I I, I gather over time, you know, we could have done, it could have jump-started again, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where I was thinking, too, uh, Martin, just so you know, uh, the the idea of of what I was saying. But You're not going sci-fi on me about the uh, aliens reintroducing us here. Well, hey, I don't know if you heard earlier. We were talking about they found the shape shifting bacteria on the uh, on the space station yesterday, or whenever the hell it was they found it. Um, so, I, I no, this was really a story. I mean, I read it earlier. It's it's like it's kind of weird. Um, you know, we don't know. We barely know anything about our inner space, meaning our oceans. We we know an eighth of what we should probably know about our oceans, uh, as far as the the creatures living in it uh, and 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 what's there so how do we see some new and interesting really weird ones now that we're poisoning the entire oceans and some of them are floating to the shores yeah there there's been some weird things that have shown up recently um but again maybe we failed once and we're on our second failure you know i i don't know it it's kind of a cuz i'm not a i'm not a religious man I don't. You're really reaching for the Matrix thing because you know how the Matrix it was six six of them and they just keep doing it over and over again. Well, how do we know that's not the truth? There's no there's not <laughs> a lot of evidence that that uh that supports that theory. All right, Martin, none so, whatsoever. Back, back to what what you were saying, brother. Um, so you were talking about how things change, things move on. Um, 
I, I'm trying to grasp because you're with what's that group? The RPG R R G P. Uh, Red Pill Guide. No, no, no. The the, the way of like the 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 um, I can't think of it right now. Damn it. Um, zeitgeist type of of beliefs. That's oh, kind of R- where you. R- RBE, the resource based economy. Right. Exactly. There you go. I, I like it in that it is a. It's it's structured to benefit all of humanity. Um, I don't think that scientists are inherently more trustworthy than other human beings okay. uh, when it comes to wielding power. So I, I don't think you can dispense with um, political assemblies or any kind of uh, deliberative decision-making bodies the way uh, uh, the, some of those like Tyson and RBers suggest would be possible that we would just run everything scientifically. It's like, well, we, we've seen enough corruption in science that we know that uh, whenever power is involved, there's, there's great risk. So, well, and we, uh, we have a com- uh, communal friend, Kevin, um, and he is very big into that, that thought pattern. And, and him and I got into a debate a couple weeks ago uh, about how, you know what, the robots will take over and we can just live life and not worry about making money. Uh, do you follow that? that belief at all well i think uh what we would see is the gradual is is what we're already seeing it's the replacement of jobs with automation both in the mechanical and manufacturing sector as well as the information sector so we're now seeing uh high degrees of automation in stock trading uh loan applications financial sector um and yeah we probably have enough real jobs i mean if we didn't have so many people doing bullshit jobs like advertising executives i don't know (laughs) douglas adams did a great satire about that in one of his books um in which a civilization they come across this giant ship full of people in suspended animation and they wake up one of them and find out that they were all sent uh, ahead as the vanguard of the uh, civilization that they left and that the rest of them were going to be following pretty soon. There was some sort of terrible thing that happened to the planet. They weren't really too clear on what it was. But it turns out that they were all advertising salespeople and telephone sanitizers and Zaphod and uh, Arthur Dent figure out pretty quickly that this civilization had just decided to jettison all their useless people and <laughs> get down to uh, having only rulers and basic slaves. Um, and these people didn't know what the mission was. But um, we have a lot of BS jobs right now. And if we didn't have those, we could probably meet everybody's needs with about 10% employment as far as basic needs. And uh, so then the question becomes, what do the 90% do? Do they starve because they have no income uh, and can't participate in the economy because they can't convert their human needs to economic demand? Right. Or do you have some sort of a universal basic income that says, hey, you're alive. That's that's a good thing. I, I get paid just to be alive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard people debate the universal basic income before, and, I mean, it sounds wonderful. I mean, I would love to get, you know, $30,000 a year just because, you know, my parents had sex and I was born. It sounds like a great concept. But where does the money come from? That that's the question I always ask when I'm when I'm presented this. Where does the money come from? It, it's it's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're going to say, oh, you can't just print more money. 
Well, every corporation in existence has the ability to issue as many shares as it wants to issue, right? Right. And uh, if it issues too many shares and gives them away for not enough value, the value of the stock goes down. Same thing with the currency of a country. If you start giving away money to people um, who aren't producing, you know, that, that for which there is no corresponding value, then uh, basically the, the shares go down or the currency goes down. But if you actually have rock-solid value in the system where you have people you know, living peacefully, creating art or um, you know, participating in education, um, being politically informed and, and uh, engaged in dialogue, um, if you really do have the ability, I mean, let's, let's say if you can take it to the extreme, let's say 100% automation is achieved, and it probably never will be, but, uh, you know, you can imagine a science fiction future like that. What do you want the, uh, single remaining multi-billionaire? When I, when I imagine a future like that, I kind of see the hunger games, you know, cause you got that 90% that's got no value. So screw them. Well, that's kind of what happens in a if you have just a capitalist society where all you do is you, you only give people um, money for economic value produced in the marketplace, um, it becomes impossible for anybody to bootstrap out of poverty because how do you come up with the next insanely great innovation in computer software if you can't even afford to buy a computer or internet? Or when the computer is already innovating it on their own. Well, yeah. So you're not into capitalism, I, I, I'm guessing. Um, I I am not completely dogmatic about that. I think capitalism is great for producing innovations, um, but it's an inherently unstable system if you don't have some means well, of redistributing the uh, value that get tends to stagnate and collect in the uh, in the higher classes. I, th I don't want to get into a big debate about this at 15 minutes left of the show, but uh, I think you're thinking of crony capitalism. Um, capitalism on its own, without you know, unfettered capitalism, um, without the power of the government, so say you know, like the, the the corporations take over, so that you have to buy you know insurance and you have without them legislating the, the, the using their requirements and and actually and competition is the best thing ever. Talk about this often don't really have a historical context because we've had weak government and we've had strong government. When we had weak government back in the 1800s, that was the era of the robber barons. We still had massive monopolies, massive self-dealing within the major industries. And uh, the government only <laughs> around the 1900s said, hey, we should do something about this. We need to come After it was too late country. and after they've already allowed these people to get a good, good foothold on, on this nation and, and – you know the world in general so there will never be another microsoft company not so much because we dropped the antitrust suit when bush went and became into office but because there just is no economic incentive for some second company to come along and say hey we're going to do a better operating system than microsoft and we're going to out compete them how the hell are you going to do that against it 800-pound gorilla or 8,000-pound gorilla. Or anyone that's tried, you know, Linux or Mac or whoever, they, they've tried and they, they always fail in the long run. No, no, no. See, I could point out so many things. All right, so Apple has their, their – they, they invented the smartphone. And now Android, a free operating system, 
um, out, out beat, uh, beats it. These, these, what happens is this is this is how it goes. Somebody makes a lot of money, and then 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 um, they're able to get it to the mass market. Like my first flat screen TV I bought in two thousand four is three thousand dollars, and it's a thirty inch TV. Now I, now I can go out and get a fifty five one, fifty five inch one for fifteen hundred dollars. Um, the, the the first computer I bought uh, in ninety eight was two thousand dollars. And now my cell phone actually is is better has better uh, stats in it. And it, 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 same thing with porn. A lot of people paid for money porn in two thousands. Now it's free. This is what happens over time when 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 things get good. There's competition. Boom! It lowers the prices and helps the people. So you don't have to. How did you swing this in the porn, Dave? Well, it's just there's a lot of things that that come that have become free in my lifetime. You right. know, uh, free or, porn's or, a good or, thing. Or I can't argue that. So. um so martin another thing that and i i'm unfortunately i got to move a little real real fast here because we got started a little late because of all the technical issues but something i know i already said this tribalism tribalism how is tribalism affecting all this well it's i mean if you're somebody that came out of college and you you know maybe you took classes in logic and philosophy and uh, geometry and mathematics and you understand what constitutes a proof and it's you, know, it's you look at an argument and you you know when you can put qed quota rod demonstratum at the bottom of your proof and say that that can you say that again cuz i have no clue what that was you just said the quota it's at the end of uh, a geom- geometry or mathematical proof, the tradition is to write QED, you're done, basically. Quote or at demonstrandum, it's Latin for, you know, I demonstrated it. Okay. This is it. <laughs> um, so if you have that kind of a training and you come into Facebook and you, and you see people saying, this proves X, and you think, it does not. <laughs> you know, it, it's an interesting factoid. It Cast a little bit of doubt on some other ideas, but it's not proof. Um, so we have um, we don't have an environment on Facebook where we can actually engage in logical debate, because even if you do success, succeed in having a logical debate in one thread, it kind of disappears. We don't have a a, a memory system; it just kind of goes down the memory hole. And uh, if if you really you know, threaten somebody's point of view, they will just delete themselves out of the thread and block you. So uh, it's like, I guess that was a waste of time, too. Yeah, there's no real conversation because when I'm done with you, I just, I, I, just don't, I don't even need to see you anymore. Right, yeah. So it's, we, we don't have um, any, any real disciplined approach to, to, coming, to deciding what is truth on Facebook. Um, people have their own views. And they can start out in wildly different ideas. I mean, we have, you know, people who are completely non-statist. We have people who are, you know, socialists. We have people who are capitalists. We have people who are basically just... Um, Some people just don't give a shit. Prime directive is whatever their religion tells them. Oh, God, religion, that's the worst right there. And then there's people that feel just as vehemently about atheism. It's like, well, how do you prove God doesn't exist? I mean, that's just as as difficult, right? Who, who's so, who's got the Otis to prove it though? The people that are screaming he exists, the people that are screaming he doesn't exist. The other guy, 
Always. It's the other guy. It's always the other guy. <laughs> and that's where this, that's where this argument comes up. That's where the tribalism, that's where, is it the, is it the flat earthers or is it the round earth? Is it the no planers? Is it, is it the, the, the because engineers? Everybody knows what I'm saying. And so it's the burden of proof always falls on the other guy, right? Um, that's, that's not how I approach it, but basically that's, that's what you, you run, a, run into when you try to, uh, um, Engage with some of these people and say, you know, you have to post links, but I don't have to post links. You can just go Google what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Dave's best answer for that is always he. What's that? I'll Google it for you, Dave. Yeah. And and, and it just puts it right up for you. Let me Google it for you. Yeah. And he'll always he's done that to me a few times and he'll just send it to I've used it a few times. Um, The problem is that Google maintains a filter bubble for each of us. So unless you're using DuckDuckGo or some other anonymous search, uh, one person Googling the same phrase as another person is going to end up with completely different links. And we're going to end up with different links than we ended up with in 2012 before they started filtering out so-called fake news. True. Yeah, and that is very true. I mean, uh, when you Google things nowadays, and you can see it as soon as you start doing it, it it'll it'll preload what you're Googling. Uh, sometimes it's not even what you're really looking for. Um, and when you, the ability to get to the bottom of something sometimes is very, like you have to be diligent to, to, to really dig through and, and find maybe not what you're looking for, but find what is behind or or what is in the direction of what you're looking for. Yes. And there's tons of fake news. I mean, one of the favorite things of the clickbait sites is to take a, a famous uh, person like Edward Snowden or Jim Carrey or uh, one of these people who they don't think is going to file a lawsuit against them for misrepresenting them and then put some truth in their mouth. Like um, they'll say there was, oh, Hollywood's run by Illuminati. And that sounds really sensational coming out of the mouth of, say, Jim Carrey or you know, <laughs> one of these other people. Right, and it completely made that up. And you can go the disclaimer on their site often, and it says this is all fictional stuff. But uh, you know, and sometimes they don't do even the honor of that. But um, um, just the amount of stuff that you have to wade through. I've, I've been asking my friends on Facebook to to not repost any of that, even if they do think it's funny for some reason. I mean, obviously, the Onion is funny. It's they actually do satire, but other places call themselves satire. And well, what's <laughs> what's really sad is when, like, when we just went through this Hurricane Irma uh, down here in Florida, there was a big a big deal about don't believe the fake stories coming out about Irma. They they, they that became a major story down here in Florida of you know these these fake stories of uh, you know all. Di- I mean, there's so many different ones, and, and that's dangerous. Also, people forget about the danger of of. of that kind of thing happening or, or people yeah you know sharing I mean, it, it's it's one thing to publish a fake news story about a sea monster being blown up on the beach and people freaking out about it and taking pictures of it and that could be completely fake news and it would be tied in kind of timely with the hurricane and maybe generate a lot of move, revenue for the clickbait site but it's another thing to say that oh uh, there was a race riot that started in in the midst of the hurricane you know, and that people were shooting looters and looters were shooting back. And um, that's the sort of thing that you start to 
cross over into the War of the Worlds kind of panic broadcast thing, where you can you can quickly get life imitating art um, because people don't know that the story they're reading is 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 basically made up. Bunch of crap, right? Yeah, I mean, we've seen many of them. That's I had somebody come to me uh, yesterday. I think it was. Uh, I go to this one local pizza shop, and this girl's like, oh, the, one of the waitresses, she's like, oh, did you see the story about the canoe? She's like, I don't know if it's really real or not, but this this canoe allegedly washed up, blah, 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 because, you know, we had all the, the water recessed out of all our bays and everything. So anyway, I'm like, all right, well, let me Google that. And I started looking, and, and I found, you know, mainstream, and it's unfortunate when we have to rely on M- MSNBC or CNN or NBC or CBS to to try to bring us facts, but when you see that come up, you you, you feel more comfortable saying, hey, you know what, uh, I looked at this and and it looks like it's it's feasible. It looks like it happened, and more investigation led to it. Actually, you know, we don't know they're going to carbon date the this canoe that washed up, but there was a canoe in the Indian River over by um uh shoot i forget the name of the beach over on the east coast of florida um where this it was a real canoe that could have been from 500 years ago it could have been from 70 years ago but either way it came up because of the storm yeah and that's a cool story and it's a shame that we have to triple check everything now because somebody might have thought it's a cool story whether or not it was true and I can get some revenue off of this. <laughs> so, Martin, listen, we're getting at the end of the show here. We're going to do this again because I'm, I'm really, I, I, I know we had so much more we could have done, um, and unfortunately, the, the technical issues gave us a little bit of a problem in the beginning. Uh, I'm running things different here, as you know. I'm doing ten different sites that I'm, I'm posted to and broadcasting on. So, we'll get everything figured out. We're going to do this again. Where can people? Uh, the Red Pill Society or the Red Pill Group. Society. In fact, I've told people are telling me that I should change the name because uh, they tell me that Red Pill has been taken over by white supremacists, and uh, it was absolutely not that when I started. Fake and, news. <laughs> anyway, so I, I still want to say no, it hasn't. Yeah, no, the red pill sticks to the matrix. As far as I'm concerned, that no white supremacy group can take over the red pill. The red pill is about the matrix. It's about real, re, realizing the reality of the world around you. So anyway, I don't know what red pill society is, but I want to be careful to say that mine is redpillguide.com. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, just in case. Um, so, yes, let's do that. I'm also Martin Bishop on facebook i have a, a page called martin truther uh that's where i found you originally which on that and one of the things i wanted to get into with the 33 conspiracies that that's where i found that story was from you back yeah, five well, six years ago use name was martin truther until facebook said that and just like that bang we lost power thanks for listening to the first 52 on rasradiolive.com make sure you tune in every tuesday peace out Love you guys. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth 
what it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress they said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope. With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent And the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the Through the beautiful, the silent, with the light show from a passing UFO.